This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You are being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey, where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being, and hopefully you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. and we were talking about focusing on their mental well-being and one of the exercises we've been doing was looking at what mental well-being was for her what that meaning was for her and what that needed to look like for her on a day-to-day basis and it'd been not a struggle but there'd been some things that she wasn't sure about she wasn't really sure kind of how to get into this And then it occurred to me that this was a person who was really big on fitness and wellness and well-being in other areas of the life. So she's really keen on on what she eats, you know, and paying attention to that and also keeping physically active. And we were talking about nourishment, nourishment in terms of the food. And where we came to was that actually what we're doing when we're focusing on mental well-being is we're applying nourishment of the mind. And this was great because it is sort of really opened up this whole um, subject matter and this whole area of thinking about mental well-being and what this needed to look like for her. And we started to work on things that she could do on a daily basis that were based around this nourishment. And when I was telling you about it, Claire, you were sort of, oh, nourishment, I really like that. Um, What was it about the word that sort of said something to you? Yeah, it's definitely the word for me because it conjured up, it's really weird, it conjured up like lush. Nourishment for me is... It, it's opulent in a way. I know it sounds really weird, but it's sort of, it's nice things. When I hear of nourishment, it's all good, nice things. And like, you know, as somebody who doesn't necessarily eat, <laughs> always <laughs> good, good, nice things, but rather than, you know, bad, nice things. Um, but I do really appreciate the the whole ethos of like what what that is and how that feels and you know sometimes when your body craves fruit and things like that and it's about going with I think going with where your body wants to go with that but also in a nature kind of thing that nourishment and I just think it just leads me to think about you know plants and trees and actually when they get nourishment you can see a difference in it 
because they grow and they bloom and they look better. And I've just at the weekend watered my plants and I've got loads of aloe vera plants because they all keep sprouting. You know, they're having <laughs> babies everywhere. So I've got millions of these plants that I need to try and move when I move house as well. And I've neglected them. I have neglected them for a while. And I'm not good. I'm not green fingered, but actually just giving them some water. And literally within 24 hours, they've changed. Mm-hmm. And you can see a difference in them. And that's because they've had some nourishment. And I think I was just drawn to the word because it's not eat well and it's not you need to eat proper good food. It's you need some nourishment when you talk about that food for you. And then I just think nourishment of the mind. It feels like a pamper. And we, we do mini pampers yeah. of the mind. And it just, it feels more in that kind of thing. It's like you're pampering your mind. You're feeding it because you know that actually what you're feeding it is going to sprout good things. It's going to sprout healthy things. And that's what sort of where it led me to. Yeah. I'm really interested to know, though, so obviously from your coaching clients what kind of things then did they think they could put in place for their own nourishment of the mind well she was looking at it from lots of different perspectives so one of the things was because she's a big outdoors kind of person anyway and and getting out in the lockdown situation was, was particularly important for her and so she was applying a lot more mindfulness to the walks she was taking and the outdoor activities she was taking. And a practical thing that she was doing was actually um, starting to document some of the things that she was noticing on the on the walks. So she was actually like taking a phone out to sort of document, um, you know, kind of changes in the landscape and, and taking a photograph. Because I think one of the things that she was finding difficult was repetition on a walk you know, kind of like, and we've all been doing a lot of repetition, haven't we, over the last 12 months with whatever it is. So with, from a mindfulness perspective, it was about, it was about really developing the noticing, looking for different things. And I think as a broader thing, I think that really helps us, doesn't it? Where we kind of, we may be feeling a little bit, you know, a bit bit bored or a little bit samey with things and that can kind of feel like we're in a little bit of a rut maybe we don't feel as though we have a lot of options available to us but actually applying a little bit of curiosity or looking at something in a different way is actually really good nourishment because you're you're kind of you're broadening your perspective aren't you you're opening up your capacity for learning really aren't you rather than sort of shutting it down and all that kind of thing sort of nourishes. So that was that was one of the practical things. Some of the other stuff was was to do with kind of her personal journey around um, things like setting boundaries. Mm. You no, know, that kind of yeah. thing. So it was very much looking at it from perspective of what do I need. So it wasn't always to do with because you could be say, oh, it's let's do a meditation, let's do some mindfulness. But a lot of it was um to do with behaviors and looking at, you know, kind of okay, well, what behaviors are serving me? Yeah. Is, is this nourishing me? You know, mm-hmm. is this behavior, this pattern that I'm into, 
And actually, is there something in here that I can look at from a more nourishment perspective? You know, is, is this feeding my growth? Is this going to spurt uh, yeah. you know, kind of like a positive outcome? And, and we can kind of apply that in a conversation, you know, in a relationship context. It can be to do with the kinds of activities that you're planning in within your day. So uh, blocking out time was one of the things we were discussing as well and actually making time, you know, for that kind of replenishment, nourishment. Um, I mean, obviously I'm speaking in very general terms because this is a, a particular individual that this yeah. comes from. But yeah, yeah. It, what was surprising actually was about this term, just sort of, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it seemed to be like a springboard yeah you know for lots of different ways of actually rethinking because I think we can look at our mental well-being and there's a danger isn't there about it becoming like more things on our to-do list yeah <laughs> you know well yeah. I've got to do this and I've got to do this and I must remember to yeah because I'm a gratitude journal um you know have I said my affirmation today have I you know and if we're not really feeling it <laughs> It's yeah, you're just going through the motions. Yeah. So we don't. So I think actually looking at it from a nourishment perspective, and sometimes that's about saying right, I'm not going to do things. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it? definitely, definitely. It's it's really funny because obviously that word for that person opened it up for them. Mm. What I'm finding a lot lately is that um, people are wanting something. And they're, they're listening to people, they're reading things. And what I'm hearing back is, oh, it's more mindfulness stuff, and it's more meditation stuff, and I know that already. And part of me thinks they're looking for something else. Mm. They're thinking something else is going to help. And there are lots of things that help with our mental well-being. But actually, those kind of things, you need to practice them. Yeah. It's not, there is no quick fix, and I think we're a, a culture of, quick fix oh it's not worked I've tried it once it didn't work for me um and it's sort of like you, know, you have to keep going at it and keep trying it and what you were saying there about going for the walk lots of things actually have rung sort of bells with me what I'm doing and I'm thinking oh yeah if I looked at that as nourishment I went on a walk walking uh, my dog Mojo and um we were walking around the field near me and what I've noticed is you get really windy and you, as you're walking around half of it and the other half is more sort of sheltered. You wouldn't necessarily think it to look at it because it doesn't, it's not like it's got, you know, um, really big open areas or masses of trees in one sort of spot. But for whatever reason, the dynamics on the field means it's more sheltered in one area. And the other day it was really, really sunny, but that wind was bitingly cold. And I'd just sat off and I'm thinking, oh, I've put the wrong coat on and froze. And I'd started feeling really down and I was resenting being on the walk. And actually, usually I like that walk because it gives me some fresh air. It gives me time with my boy. He's sniffing all over the place. And it's nice because it's my time and I can think whatever I need to think. And I don't tend to speak to lots of people um, because there's not a lot of people there. And then what I did that day was I just thought, 
oh, it's it's bracing. And I just thought, just feel it. Just go with that feeling. And then as I, I got round into the shelter part, it started going really warm. And I'm thinking, oh, it'd be nice to just have a bit of that cool again. And it's sort of like it made me appreciate the coolness as well. And because I'd been a bit cooler, it took me a, a longer time before I got really, really hot. And then I was like, oh, I'm so hot. I don't need a coat at all then. It's literally two different aspects of the spectrum kind of thing. But actually what I did was adjust. I found nourishment in it. I found what did I need to take from this? And rather than being all grumpy and, oh, now I'm too hot. Oh, I'm cold. It was more like, oh, isn't this different? How different does it feel on this side to where I've just been? And you felt so cut. And it was that curiosity. Wow. How different is that? You know, I wonder if like, I walked quickly over to there and got in the cool again and then, you know, sort of come over here. And how could you walk around and start looking at things differently? And I just think to myself now, that's nourishment. I'm nourishing myself because what I'm doing there is rather than, thinking on the negatives I'm thinking oh well what would that be like and how could that be different and I like that and then what you were saying about actually the boundaries that you put I think that's really key because there are people that I absolutely adore but if I'm in a certain particular emotion I can't actually deal with them. And one of my friends means so well and is really supportive, but really wasn't listening to me the other day. And I kept trying to say things about what it was sort of like I was wanting or needing, and I just kept getting shot down. And it was always, yeah, but what about this? And yeah, well, you've got to do this. And yeah, but I'm going to do this. And it was just like, can you not just let me feel how I want to feel? And that's what I wanted to say to them. But then I knew I'd really upset her. So I just start, I just stopped. And then I just thought I need to come away from that for a little bit. And I actually needed to go and source someone who would let me feel how I was feeling and say what I needed to say and not feel like they needed to jump in fix anything, sort anything that would just let me speak. So actually sometimes that nourishment is those people. So you need somebody there who will just listen, but then you might need somebody there who's a bit wacky. And then you might need somebody there who's sort of like gregarious and brings you out of your shell. And I think there's lots of different people in your life who you can go to for whatever there is a special need for and you can find that. And I actually think having different people with different aspects of themselves, that's a nourishment as well. And I really like that kind of thing. And since you've been talk talking about that nourishment, I'm starting to, starting to think in that way, what would nourish me today? I love that question. What would nourish me today? You know, rather than, right, what do I need to get done today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what would nourish me today? You know, because it's more of an enabler, isn't it? Yes. 
it's a kind of there's, there's movement in there and there's choice what, what was making me think about when you were telling the story about the field and the, mm. the different sort of it sounds like you've got your own little microclimate going on yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it made me realize that what, what, what you were doing there for me was you were you were making real conscious choice about mm. you know how you wanted to take this situation and in doing so, you're actually becoming very present yes. in the moment, weren't you? You're yeah. actually becoming very, you know, from a mindfulness perspective, you were you were in the moment. Whereas I think if you'd gone down the, oh, it's freezing, oh, this is rubbish, you know, I can't wait to get back, you just, yeah. you're not, you're far from present because what you're wanting to do is get into a future situation. Yeah. You know, and you think, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes that is what we need to do. But actually by just shifting and I love that kind of, oh, what am I noticing here? Oh, let's just embrace it. Let's feel it. Mm. Wow. You know, we can apply that to so much stuff, can't we? Because our we, we have something uncomfortable happen and our instinct is to push it away. Yeah. I don't want this. This is uncomfortable. This is, you know, physically, it's not nice. Emotionally, it's not nice. Mentally, it's messing with my head. Yeah. But actually just kind of, taking a moment to kind of we've talked before about leaning into it or you know accepting it that's happening easy to say when we're both sat here in the comfort of the zoom recording but actually you know in the moment if we can practice things like that what we're doing is you know we are making a choice Mm. and I think in doing that for me this idea of nourishment is really powerful yeah it's kind of like I'm, I'm choosing nourishment over negativity or I'm choosing no so I'm not saying positivity over negativity <laughs> nourishment over yeah. negativity you know what am I what do I need to feed myself right now and that know, could be the cold walk couldn't it yeah, yeah. and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. it's sort of like yeah that could be the coldness mm. and you can still feed it and you can still feel oh there's a nourishment there because of how you're taking that what you're like you say um, I was being present Mm. and actually so that part of it is the nourishment yeah Mm. I really like that it's a real kind of shift I think it's I think it's quite a powerful mind shift actually and I think what it shows us is that we've got more choice than we think we do you know in how we respond to things how we deal with things how we are in the moment of things because I think we feel at the mercy of our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions so much, don't we? And, you know, as you said before, a lot of this is a practice and doing things like meditation, doing things like mindfulness in that moment, just sort of going, Oh, I might try that nourishment thing. Yeah. What is it I need? You know, or what, how do I need to kind of take this situation instead of just pushing it away? That little shift can just make a really big difference within the course of a day. And I think just asking the question, you know, what what am I what am I feeding my mind? Because what it where it took me to as well with a lot of this when I was thinking about it was to do with, you know, our self talk. Yeah. That kind of place and um, oh yeah, you know, kind of what what are we you know what are we sort of feeding feeding our minds? What's the, that kind of internal chatter? Um, that's going on there and and the whole kind of thing about because we often talk about being kind to yourself but what does that actually mean yeah and how does that show up for you yeah I know I read a phrase in something I was reading the other day and it said uh, being kind to yourself makes your internal landscape more hospitable 
I really liked that you know that it's kind of like you're in that we've got we've all got an internal landscape yeah and and it but fits with the thing doesn't it because it's kind it of does. Like the growth yeah. the garden the plants cultivation yeah. so you've got sort of like obviously with your client that was the nourishment of she do does that physically and that works for her and for me it is more that nature kind of thing and what works for you and I think that's I think what you'll also find is that if your internal landscape changes, that will show up in your external landscape, how you behave with people, how you come across to people. Um, I do think there is a big link there. Well, we know there's a link, you know, with NLP and the Mercedes model from NLP talks about what you're thinking and feeling comes across in your behaviors. So actually what you're saying there is if you nourish and you change the landscape internally, it is going to come out with others and that can only be really helpful. And so for these people who, these people I'm included in this, by the way, these people I am including myself in these people who say, I haven't got time for that. And I've heard myself saying it Mm -hmm. and it's about going, no, you can make time for that. So instead of sitting down and watching telly for 40 minutes, I'll sit for half an hour and I can do a meditation for 10 or, you know, Instead of having half an hour for lunch, uh, eating, whatever, how long does it take me to eat? Maybe 15 minutes. And then I can take five minutes for me. And then I can maybe take five minutes to talk to somebody else or listen to somebody else. There's always a choice, like you say. There is always a choice that you can make. And I just just feel like this nourishment. I keep doing this with my hand. It's like because I'm putting it in so my hand is sort of like feeding me it's like bringing things in and that's how I feel about nourishment it's all coming in and that's got to be good you know we talk about putting moisturizer on your face if you're a woman because you moisturize your face you nourish your face (laughs) not if you're mine (laughs) it's sort of like everybody's different but what do you take from that so you would nourish that we never think of doing it for the mind it's not something you automatically link I think this is it and this is what's fascinated me about it because you know obviously there's a lot of talk at the moment about you know kind of mental health awareness we've got kind of we're in the middle of stress awareness month right now um you know we're talking more about well-being in our workplaces as we come out of you know lockdown in the UK and kind of come back into workspaces but I think it's sort of we tending to think about it in terms of maybe external (laughs) kind of things to reach for and you know and some of that stuff can help you know that that can actually they can be enablers too but ultimately this idea of the interior landscape this is where it's all going on for all of us isn't it these are where the battles are kind of yeah or you know this is where it all takes place really so actually the more we can work on that and the more we can sort of make choices about that that are good for us maybe if we see it as a as a thing to nourish as a you know as a landscape as a garden as a space that's our space rather than it being a sort of a 
all oh, inconvenient thoughts cropping up, you know, kind of, oh, niggling, you know, ideas, unfinished tasks, you know, all these thoughts, feelings about myself that I don't like, actually. If we pause with that and we kind of do a little shift and think, okay, is this nourishing? Have I done anything to nourish my mind today? Well, no wonder I've kind of gone there with sort of no time for myself. Because as you say, there's always, there's always some time, and we've talked about this a lot before. And I think it's about, really, it comes down to making ourselves a priority. You know, it's, and we have to be in order to be able to, you know, kind of sometimes just to get through the day and sometimes to really, you know, enjoy the day, relish in the day, experience the day, whatever it is for you. Yeah. So nourishment, what are you doing to nourish your mind and to think about nourishment of the mind today, tomorrow and the next day? 